today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. I want to talk about, uh, well, the uh, I guess the fallout from the federal budget from a, a couple of days ago now when uh, Finance Minister Christian Freeland delivered the budget. There's always hope when governments do something like this that they're going to get a bit of a bump in the polls, and especially in a situation like this with a minority government. Lots to talk about an election coming uh, sometime soon anyway. Well, uh, the folks at My Republic Opinion have uh, done some polling on this, and uh, it's not very good news for the government. John Wright, Executive Vice President of uh, Maru, joins us on the Bill Kelly Show to talk about this. Uh, John, welcome back. Good to have you back on the show today. Great to be with you, Bill. Let's talk a little bit about this. As I said in the preamble, these guys, no matter what the budget is, you're hoping that public's going to say, yeah, we're going in the right direction. We're pretty confident with this government. Uh, they're not getting that message from from the numbers you've shown in the, in the last little while here. No, in fact, we track a whole series of different indicators. I've got a major study that even runs once a month with 60 variables. And you take a look and you see that a lot of this is not tied to what governments are talking about in the economy, but are tied to the views that people have about the vaccines. Uh, I mean, people are very, very focused on their own pocketbooks. They're very, very focused on making sure that the vaccine um, gets into their arm. And the more that that appears to happen in places like Britain, the United States uh, and other European countries, there is then a focus on moving forward. So while the federal government, I think, was hoping to get a, a you know a bounce out of the first budget after two years it would appear that uh, you know still 54 percent of the people believe that the economy is headed on the wrong track um, and during even the time that they introduced the budget that was as high as six and ten so they're not moving ahead uh, smartly as maybe they hoped John, I think Canadian voters are a surly bunch these days, aren't we? I mean, you know, we're mm-hmm. tired of the we're tired of the lockdown. We're tired about the delays of vaccination delivery. We're tired of just about everything right now. And and you know, when you, when the voters are ticked off, they they you know they got to take their anger out on somebody. I think the reality, though, is when it comes to election polling and and how parties are chosen in this country, we can have, as you've seen, uh, a party come into power um, in a minority situation with just over 30 percent of the population voting for them. So anything in the 36 to 37 range is seen as a really good number. It may not be great in certain parts of the country, but it is for the party that wants to, to gain power. So if you turn these numbers around, the fact that you know, 45% of people think that the economy is headed in the right direction is good news for the Trudeau Liberals. But I would agree with your other assertion, and that is we are a very surly group nowadays. Um, people are going to judge governments based on not only how they get through the, the pandemic, but what's next and what's coming. Um, I'm always reminded that it was Winston Churchill who was receiving rave support during the Second World War, but then was voted out of power shortly thereafter. Mm-hmm. People, you know, after going through a crisis, will evaluate you for what you've done for them. Um, but when it comes to an election campaign, they're going to want to look at other factors as well. Well, and as you and I have talked about before, and I, I'm reminded of Tip O'Neill, the famous Speaker of the House uh, in mm-hmm. the United States, who said all politics is local. Uh, it's one thing to look at national programs and national numbers vis-a-vis and things like employment and government programs, but how are you doing in your household? I mean, that's really what it comes down to. It really does. And, you know, if you take a look at the numbers that we do overall, you have 41% of people across this country you know, are worried about whether they're going to make it to the next paycheck. Those are big numbers. When you think about it, you know, we have 30 million adults in this country, and that's, you know, 12 million people who are worried about where it's going to come from for the next meal, um, for how they're going to pay their rent. A lot of this is regionally driven, where you're going to find people in Ontario, Alberta, 
Manitoba and Saskatchewan feeling far more pinched than they are in other parts of the country. But still, um, you know, we're not through this yet. Hopefully with the increase in vaccines in the next number of months that we actually be able to open up much like Britain is, um, maybe not as much as, as we would want to like the United States. Um, but that I think is going to change people's views, not only just on the economy, but also on politics and what parties are going to stand for next. You know, when we look to the South there, I'm glad you brought the United States up. I mean, for good or for worse, I mean, we're always going to compare ourselves to what's going on there. And and I know there was a, a period of time, I guess, last fall, where we were kind of looking down there and say, well, we're not as bad as they are. Uh, now we're looking at it and say, boy, I wish we could do things as well as they're doing them right now. I mean, you know, with the vaccination rollout and the, their economy seems to be on the rebound. But as you mentioned, they've got a long way to go. So we're always going to compare that. And, and that's not good news for the sitting government right now because we are lagging behind. Yeah. And you know what? Um, we saw in our polling in the United States and we do tracking every week there, everything started to open up right at the beginning of March, right at the end of February when it was, you know, just split between those people who were pessimistic and those people who were optimistic. Well, now that. Yep. We've got John on, uh, on Zoom, I believe, and I think he just froze. So we're going to try to fix that up in just a couple of seconds. Uh, interesting analogy, though, and juxtaposition, because as, uh, as John was just mentioning, my republic opinion actually does polling in both countries. And uh, when you look at uh, the way Canadians are feeling right now about their economic situation, uh, as opposed to the way the Americans are, uh, John was just about to make the point, uh, based on some of the numbers that uh, they've shown in the report here. We talked about how, you know, 57% of Canadians think that they're going in the wrong direction. Americans have almost reversed their feelings about that. They were very pessimistic in the first uh, quarter of the year. And uh, John, I think we've got you back now. Yeah, and you some I was hearing everything you said and you summed it up uh, well. I, look, I think the most significant thing that happened this week was actually in Britain. The the um the National Health Service there held a press conference. I think it was on Wednesday. And what they announced was that they had two thirds of people in the United Kingdom with at least one shot and one quarter with two shots in their arm. And as a result, they were beginning to move the economy to open again in many different ways. And this is a little different than the United States where you know, we're not close to that uh, there. And yet, you know, they're opening Disneyland and everything else. But I think in the in the United Kingdom, they were saying, number one, we've, we've managed to get this down where there are very few hospitalizations, very few deaths. So that put confidence in people. Number two, that they'd acquire booster shots, 60 million of them. So they're already getting ready for that. That the Pfizer president had announced, the CEO, that there would likely be pills that one could take as boosters for the end of the year. So imagine going to your pharmacy and getting a prescription and you just take a pill. Um, and then next, they were going to have the National Health Service put a notification on your um, phone and it would be controlled by them. It would be an app that would basically say, I have been vaccinated. The confidence that that has built over the last week in the United Kingdom has been significant. And I think, again, there, there's there's only one political party in this country worth, um, worth being concerned about if you're a politician, and that's the COVID party. Everything now revolves around mm -hmm. that. And so, you know, Canadians, uh, Brits and Americans, it's all about making sure you've got that vaccine in your arm. So I'll be interested to revisit this a month from now to see whether or not, in fact, that plays into it as we get many more vaccines. But right now, you know, there's about four in 10 people in this country who are really hurting and they are looking more for financial relief than anything else. 
And, and that's one of the reasons, I guess, that there's uh, some concern here is like, you know, they don't want to go into a restaurant right now because they don't feel safe. They don't want to go to a grocery store or a pharmacy or anything else where there's going to be a crowd of people. And they certainly don't want to go to a ball game until they know that, hey, everybody around me has probably been vaccinated and I'm going to be okay. And uh, you're right, the, the, the turnaround in the U.K. has just been remarkable over the last four or five months as it has been in the States. And I guess uh, Canadians are kind of looking and saying, well, when, when is it our turn? And who knows? Yeah, I mean, it might be in I, the next four weeks. Well, and I pulled out, you know, to, to show where we were and where we are today, though, and because it's not over, I pulled out the very first poll that I did on coronavirus and Canadians. It was back on, in the last week of January of last year. And at that time, 29% of people said that they were concerned about catching the virus. Despite all of the measures that we put in place, this week, 70%, 70 are still concerned that they're going to catch the virus. Same question. Um, and as a result, until that begins to drop, I think we really are not focused on a budget or on some great reset of the economy or of our society. Most Canadians are really set on making sure that they can stop the hotspots, make sure that they are vaccinated, make sure that the vaccines keep coming through. And once it happens, hopefully in the summer, we'll start to gaze on what comes next. Yeah, I just saw the numbers for today here in Ontario, and they're down a little bit, but uh, they're still like over 3,700, so we've got a long way to go here. So, uh, And that's I, I think you're right, John. I think you told us this like a year ago. Uh, you know, confidence in the government is going to be totally dependent upon how they handle the, the virus, and right now it's how to handle the vaccination program, and that's why I think uh, you're still going to see some trepidation there. Always great uh, to get uh, our, our finger on the pulse of what is going on in this country, and uh, the, I guess the takeaway here for the government is if uh, you know you're even considering uh, going to the polls right now. This is probably not a good time. It isn't. We think on Anthony Fury in Newfoundland, who was had about a 65% approval rating, um, pulled the plug, went early. Um, there was an outbreak. It was delayed by three or four weeks. It ended up being the first jurisdiction in the country that had all mail-in ballots squeaked through with one seat majority. So there can be a price yeah. to pay. It's not the time to go to the polls. Maybe, maybe in the fall, maybe thereafter, but certainly no time soon. Well, it's a, there's a story to be had there, and hopefully the government gets the message on that. John, always a pleasure. Thanks so much for the great work you and your guys do at uh, My Republic Opinion, and thanks for the time today. It's my pleasure, Bill. Thanks so much for having me. Take care. John Wright, who is the executive VP, of course, of uh, Mayor Republic Opinion. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.